Hello, my name's Ian Forth, and welcome to Sombrero Fallout, where we listen to alternative music through the lens of intriguing themes. Welcome to this edition of Sombrero Fallout, and this is, will be the second in a hotly anticipated series where we put the spotlight on certain cities uh, around the world. And when I say around the world, uh, so far one's been in Glasgow and one's been in Sheffield, which will be the subject of this episode. So a fairly uh, narrow spotlight. I suppose we did do LA and Hollywood, but that was more the lyrical content of those two cities than actual bands which came from that area to wit we will be hearing from if time allows the following human league of course heaven 17 they must be russians artery chak arctic monkeys naturally the long blondes uh, richard hawley comsat angels cabaret voltaire clock dba in the nursery maybe last shadow puppets getting struggling for time here 65 days of static but first this help the agent Realize 
90s pop albums, the, the the less well regarded one, I suppose. But uh, this is hardcore, uh, really splendid stuff. And of course, different class, being the absolute non-pari of of pulp albums. And sometimes your most popular album is your best album as well. And that's the case with Jarvis Cocker's Pulp. You probably know all that. Something else you may know about is a couple of bands that emerged from Sheffield the end of the 70s, Human League and Heaven 17, but they were part of a, a boiling scene uh, that also threw up bands like Cabaret Voltaire and Clock DVA, who you may be less familiar with, and Jack and uh, a few others, and we'll be hearing from those as the programme goes on. But for now, this is Heaven 17. Generals tell him what to do. 
this fascist groove thing by Heaven17 who were a breakaway group from the Human League and before they became um, cosmic megastars and started getting number one hits in America Human League were a somewhat experimental band uh, just bought their synths and uh, new electronic equipment and were playing around with them in Sheffield Warehouse somewhere and uh, before they as I say before they um, started doing things like Don't You Want Me and Love Action they had uh, a minor hit with this. Okay, ready. Let's do it. Yeah. 
those tracks that I keep expecting to turn into something else, specifically Fade to Grey by Visage, not necessarily such a great thing. It's it's an okay track. That's uh, that's that's a really rather good track. That's being boiled from the Human League from before they were famous. Um, the breakaway group was Heaven Seventeen, which was a splinter. Um, and actually, Human League turned out to to have the upper hand. They had number one hits in America, as I say. Those those are big bands we're talking about to start the show off on a big note. But there are a lot of minor bands kicking around Sheffield over the years, some of whom I hadn't, to my great shame, uh, heard of before I started doing this program. And during the courses of my research, I came across this band.
uh, takes me back to late nights under the blankets listening to John Peel in the late 70s and early 80s. You would have heard uh, many heard many bands like that uh, coming over the airwaves and, and the wonder was which of those bands were going to be big and which weren't. As it turned out, They Must Be Russians didn't turn out to be that. But that's, yeah, that's a great track, Where Have I Seen You? And the guitar player clearly knows what he's doing. Confirming my theory, I think that... Uh, you really need to go out of your way to find a highly distinctive vocalist. Nothing wrong with the vocals on that track. It's just that you can see that there'd be a handbrake on superstardom, which uh, the Human League, for example, managed to achieve. Now, if you, uh, even if you turn off this podcast, which I strongly recommend you don't do, please, please make sure you listen to the next track. Um, I remember talking of John Peel when it, this, this uh, track ended up in the top 10 of his Festive 50 from, I think, think it was 1981 maybe 1982 1982 I think he said I thought I was the only person who loved this track and and I felt the same way it really is quite magnificent i 
Into the Garden by Archery, and in the sense, uh, we've got Archery to thank for Pulp because Jarvis Cocker uh, saw an early gig by Archery and decided yes. And sometimes you get that, don't you? Source of inspiration for artists, they see another artist at their peak, and they said that that is what I want to do. And it actually took him another 15 years before he achieved. Uh, stardom uh, pulp but uh, they managed it and thank you to archery for that but thank you more particularly for uh, the early um, songs and that was into the garden and what a great track that is who are the most famous Sheffield band this one Twists 
5.05 from the Arctic Monkeys' second album, My Favourite Worst Nightmare. Just because a band's big doesn't make them good, of course. This band were never big, but uh, their influence far outstripped the paltry few uh, records they sold when they were first going in the post-punk era. And they also boasted Richard Hawley, uh, who's gone on to a very successful solo career and was also briefly in Pulp. This is Chuck.
yes, isn't that brilliant? That's Chuck and Just Wait. And what's interesting when you hear those early electronic experiments, you can hear the uh, influence of dub reggae creating space in music, in Western music, rock music for the first time. Great collision there. And as I say, Chuck, a band that went on to be far more influential and um, a small number of people who were aware of them at the time. But uh, if they'd have kept going, my goodness me. Uh, we'll be hearing a little later from a couple of other more, couple more electronic bands uh, who are perhaps a little more well known. But in the meantime, there's a little bit of, as it were, light relief uh, from the Long Blondes. was in playing bass in that band as well that's the long blondes and separated by motorways from not that long ago and um, if you were to ask who are the two most influential bands at any point in 1979 1980 uh, one would have been uh, the fall every band half the bands wanted to sound like that and the other half of all the bands that were forming at the time wanted to sound like this
Slugging for Jesus by Cabaret Voltaire from the Eight Crepuscule tracks from uh, 1981. And if you're looking for a definitive Cabaret Voltaire album, you could, you could certainly start there. I'd personally go for uh, Red Mecca from around the same time, which came out at the same time as the same week as the Brixton riots and formed a paranoid soundtrack to those uh, troubled times. Sometimes that happens, doesn't it? Culture and music. Um, have a habit of coinciding ghost town by the specials came out about the same time or you could try two by 45 by cabaret voltaire which came out a couple of years later and a track from that yashar appears on the paranoia episode of sombrero fallout which is what you're listening to right now as if you didn't know it's not all squelchy synths and paranoia in uh, sheffield sometimes you get tracks like this Life goes 
Baby, You're My Light by Richard Hawley, who's propped up quite a few times uh, in, in this uh, section of the programme. What am I saying, this section of the programme, during the episode tonight? It's getting a little bit tired. If you, if you hear kind of wind rustling through the, uh, through the trees, that's because wind is rustling through the trees behind me. I've uh, selflessly relocated my recording studio to an outside uh, location in order for my, uh, uh, <coughs> my, my wife to do some work inside but I'm, I'm finding it's a very pleasant afternoon in Melbourne and not finding it any hardship whatsoever so so that's good here's another track
standing next to me by the last shadow puppets and uh, a couple of tracks to go now I was slightly in two minds to be honest about whether to play this track uh, I remember it with great affection from when I was young and then I played it again it did seem a little bit on the gloomy side and it is a little bit gloomy but you know all of the spectrum of the rainbow of the colours of the emotions of life need to be featured from time to time and when one's a young man sometimes one feels a little bit like uh, why does nobody understand me and uh, here's a, a track which sums that up uh, very well indeed this is the Comsat angels we walk the streets together with smiles on our faces we talk nice to each other and we listen when we have to Maybe it's just overrated Maybe I'm just isolated We walk the streets together We walk the streets together But you don't like my friends You don't like my clothes You think that I'm crazy comes between us in no man's land the danger zone look at us prop up the pieces we live together on our own maybe it's just overrated maybe i'm just isolated we walk the streets together we walk the streets together but you don't like my friends Girl would just 
Sorry to be harsh, but I really do feel she should dump him and find herself a, a boyfriend that doesn't whinge all the time. That was a bit hard. I mean, you do feel things terribly, don't you, when you when you're young? But uh, that is taking things a bit far, I think. Nope, still, there were some good tracks by the Comset Angels, and uh, that's kind of one of them. <laughs> that's total. Uh, Independence Day was their uh, much heralded single from the era. And that, uh, as I say, was Total War, Comps and Angels. One track to go. Here's a slab of monolithic post-rock from Sheffield.
Radio Protector by 65 Days of Static Rounding up this uh, Sheffield podcast episode of Sombrero Fallout, sounding remarkably like Mogwai actually, a band which uh, I went to see last week with my sons Alex and Scott and uh, they were on true epic earth shattering ear bleeding form, very good they were too, they had this triple whammy of uh, old poisons re-murdered and Mogwai fierce Satan to finish with. Oh my goodness me, it was it's very good. Uh, the, the classic doyens of the post-rock era, but I digress slightly. I've also seen a couple of other gigs recently. Reminded me of uh, how great Lemonheads were. I always try to catch them when they come through Melbourne. And I saw the National uh, the week before, which was my son Alex's first, very first gig. And what a great place to start. Uh, so we've had Sheffield this week. Hasn't it been great? Hasn't it? Yes, it has. If that was your first uh, Sombrero Fallout podcast episode... Uh, welcome along, and you should go straight, straight with here, four way, straight, 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 straight away, forthwith, to sombrerofallout.com, where you can find out previous episodes, have a look down the episodes list, of course, um, have a look at the song index, the artist index, have a look at my blogs. I don't just throw these things together, my goodness me, no. Um, why not become a friend of Sombrero Fallout, where you can exchange views with fellow Foss? Uh, online. Of course, everything's online now, isn't it? Such is the way. Such is the way of things. Uh, we'll, uh, ne- next time round, I don't usually know what I'm doing next time round, but I've come to a decision I'm probably going to do a um, indie songs from indie soundtracks kind of a kind of a vibe. I reserve the right to change my mind. But uh, that's the current intention for the next episode, so something to diarise and get your headphones onto in a week or two's time. Probably two weeks' time. Maybe 10 days. Thanks for listening. I've enjoyed it enormously. I hope you've, uh, well, <coughs> if you've made it this far, you've probably quite enjoyed some of it. Um, so, good uh, morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Uh, thank you for, thank you for being my, my listeners. I do appreciate it. And until next time from Sombrero Fallout, farewell. Separation is divine Here is a strike beneath